Warning, the following program is solely intended for a mature audience. Any of the idiotic opinions and views expressed on this show are solely opinions of Dark Cringe Radio and not of its advertisers, which is completely pointless because this poorly produced, dumbass podcast has no advertisers. Furthermore, any rebroadcast or redistribution of Dark Friend Radio podcasts without per- the permission is strictly prohibited. If you do, we will find you. And then we will send three black-eyed children to your home or office to collect your soul. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios, it's Dark Fringe Radio. And welcome to Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and we're in for a special <laughs> podcast tonight. And you know why? You know why? 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 It's so special Tell because me. Jay is actually in the studio with me tonight. I sure as dick am. There we go, man. This is going to be a great podcast. We're going to talk about the moon landing. We're going to debate one-on-one debate on whether we think it was a hoax or it wasn't. Who knows? But this podcast is brought to you by Smirnoff tonight because we are fucking hitting it hard tonight. (laughs) Smirnoff and Herb. (laughs) So yeah, this is going to be a great podcast. Again, I want to remind everybody about the social media. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, also on, um, where else are we at? Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, that's where you can find us. Just look up Dark Fringe Radio and uh, just follow all the stuff that we uh, post on there, all the stories we post. Constantly posting stuff there, so check it out. Share it with your friends. Anybody that you think that would uh, be interested in that kind of stuff, please do that. And that uh, helps us out. So, um, Also, another uh, thing I wanted to mention, how you can listen to podcasts. Very simple. A few different ways. If you, you have put your it, headphones in. <laughs> that's one way to do it. Exactly. That's one, that's one way to do it. <laughs> but if you have an Android, you can go to Google uh, Play and check out Dark Fringe Radio there. Google Music. Just check out uh, the podcast section. Or if you have an iPhone, just go to your iTunes store and just look up Dark Fringe Radio. One thing to mention, though, if you do that, um, make sure you give us a five-star rating and also a comment on there. And that helps us out. So that way we can, uh, you know, kind of boost up our podcast here and, you know, get the numbers up. So whatever you guys can do to help us out, that'd be great. So that's how you can check us out there. Also, if you don't have any one of those kind of devices, if you just are listening on, you know, maybe a laptop or maybe a tablet or something like that, you can just go to soundcloud.com and just look up Dark Fringe Radio. We're there, and you can just listen to every freaking podcast that we've done. Uh, we're 43 deep. This is number Jesus. 44. Yeah, this seems like forever, huh, Jake? Yeah, man. I mean, we, I remember we started with the whole Mayweather-McGregor fight, and it, <laughs> it started off as just, hey, let's talk some fight stuff, and next thing you know... We're doing a podcast every week. Every week. Yeah. We're semi-popular. Yeah, semi-popular. Listen, we got fans in Australia. We got fans in Cape Town, South Africa, got believe some, it or we've not. We've gotten schools. So we got, we got some international shit going That's on here. Awesome. Which is awesome, you know? I can't get my kids to listen to me in my fucking living room. But. <laughs> I'm going to listen to the podcast, right? <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? But, you know, listen, this is a, this is a, a labor of love. We love that uh, you guys are listening and uh, catching our podcast. Make sure you do that and uh, all those uh, fronts and avenues. So, uh, Also, if you have any kind of um, suggestion, uh, if you have uh, maybe want to be a guest on the podcast, you can send that to me directly at thedarkfringe at gmail.com. You can that, send that to me directly, again, at thedarkfringe at gmail.com. So um, that's it for uh, the uh, social media shit. I'm, I always oh, I hate that shit. You know what I mean? I just feel like I'm... 
you know, it's I, rhetoric. I feel like I'm peddling. You it's know what I mean? Rhetoric. It's yeah. just it's 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 the necessary evil to get to the good <laughs> stuff. That's right. That's the necessary evil. And you know what? Another thing I wanted to bring up, and I was talking to Jay earlier before the podcast. I said, let's save it for the podcast. Is Stan Lee? Stan this past Lee. weekend, uh, this past week, we lost a great legend at 95 years old. Stan Lee. I mean, I saw a, a Stanley meme that made me cry. It was <laughs> there was a lot of them out it there. It was the Toy Story one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. stop it! I, like, <laughs> I posted that. I was one. like a bitch. That well, thank you. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Have me blubbering in my car. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, man. Oh, I had to. Dude, it, was it was the no, best. Listen, it was the best. He was such a big piece of our childhood. Right. He was such the comic books, the characters. He gave us an opportunity to run wild with our imagination, things that we did. Like, Absolutely. I remember coming up with my own comic book characters that, yeah, a lot of them were semi ripoffs of his, as, as his are of other people's, and other people's. Or like completely retarded, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Deadpool's, you know, <laughs> Deathstroke and Spider Man's Love Baby. Right, there you go. So, but Stanley, his creative mind, his kind of a very open nature. Yeah. Impossible not to love. All the cameos he did in all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that's going to be a sad thing. Uh, I mean, there's talk of them finding ways to still continue it on. Well, you know, one theory I've heard, and I don't know if you've heard this or not, but they're actually petitioning for Deadpool to be the one to replace him in every Marvel movie now. Oh, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, give his one-liner at the end of the movie or uh, during the movie, you know what I mean? <clears throat> I know a lot of people kind of bag on that second... Deadpool, right? Like they're like, it was that was good. good. It was good, not as good as the first. No, but it was still good. I liked it better. Yeah, I laughed harder. <laughs> at this with, one, especially with X Force. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! The, but the best was when he was having to regrow his legs. That too. Yeah, I yeah. was this baby I couldn't breathe. <laughs> still yeah. got me bent. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a great. It was a great movie, and all those characters are so deep and so rich. Very true. With the things that he he added to every character and the characters he created. I mean, you can think about it, Spider-Man is one of the most iconic comic book characters. He came I mean, with second to maybe who? Maybe Batman or maybe Superman. But yeah, Spider-Man I, I is probably, up there. I put him up in those. Yeah. It's those three. It's those three, right? It's those three. It's Superman, Superman Batman, Batman, Spider-Man, Spider-Man right? Yeah, Man. exactly. There's nobody else that comes close. No. Maybe Captain America comes sniffing a little bit there, you know? Maybe, maybe the Hulk. The Hulk. The Hulk's had a great run. Yeah, he's but like, yeah. at the end of the day... Those are the three. Those are the three origin stories that anybody knows better than anyone. That's true. Very true. Very true. So it only goes to lead that, of course, Spider-Man is one of the top. And he's he was he's Marvel's like yeah it that's Marvel Superman. It was Marvel Superman. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he, I think, and this is why I always like Marvel more than I like DC. Not that DC has bad stuff. Right. I mean, I'm it's wearing, just more cartoonish. Well, it's not more cartoon. You have to. You have to discipline. You have to suspend belief a little thank bit more. You. Yeah, thank that's you. what you were trying Ooh. to. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to suspend disbelief. Yeah, even farther than normal when you have you know the you have Superman who's practically impervious to anything but a green rock, right? Or a Green Lantern who's like a yellow pencil, but nothing else will work, right? Uh, you know, you <laughs> goofy you, shit, goofy shit, right? Just goofy shit. The whole Batman kicking the Hulk in the solar plexus, yeah. And he turns back to the person. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's, that's that's right. It's that's writer's happen. liberty. <laughs> yeah. You do have to have some set form of laws to go by, and that's what I think made made Spider Man so endearing. Because you had Superman who was impervious to everything physically. You had Batman who was impervious to everything mentally. Right. 
And then he had Spider-Man. And another, was a very flawed individual. Yeah, but another thing about Spider-Man, and I noticed that, um, and what's genius about the, the character of Spider-Man is that he's not a grown man in, per se, most yeah. of the comic books. He's a yeah. kid. He's yeah, a, teenager. He's a teenager. So there's a little bit more of a forgiveness, you know, the innocence when it comes with that. You know, not like an adult where you'd be like, oh, well, you know. He's a dude. He's a dick, right? Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy, right? <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> no, but you can't say that about this kid who's a you know, teenager. You know, the innocence is there. It can, but then you become the asshole. Exactly, exactly. But that's the whole, you know, yeah. genius of that character. Yeah, that's, that's... I, I was... Stan Lee was by far one of the, the most uh, influential and creative people of our generation. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, sure. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Stanley. I mean, uh, and uh, I just hope that just creates more of a, you know, uh, a wave of people trying to come up with more ideas for, you know, comic book characters and universes and things of that nature. You know, come up with your own thing and, and give you that, that motivation to do so because if he can do it, anybody can. So, um, all right. Well, listen, that's, uh, that's it for Stanley. Rest in peace. And uh, that's it. That's all I have. For the intro. That's it, man. Works for me. Works for you. It's clean. It's tidy. It's... That's it. We did our... Yeah, we did our... Yeah, that's it. All right, so listen. Fuck off, fuckers. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start it off, the debate on the moon landing. Is it real? Is it not? Is it a hoax? Did it happen? Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Who knows? We're going to get into it right now. Give us five seconds and we'll be right back with you. Welcome back to Dark Fridge Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and we're getting into our debate. <coughs> talking about ears, tickling ears and shit. Not tickling, tingling. Tingling. Yeah. My ears are tingling, fuck's <laughs> sake. But with my ears, it was like a cab driving down the road with the fucking doors open, so yeah. when they tingle, that's impressive. Again, this episode brought to you by Smirnoff. Uh, oh, hey, listen. There's always plenty ahead, my yeah, friend. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. All right, so listen, um, we're going to get into it. The d- debate of the moon landing. For shizzle. Um, My nizzle. So you think it's real, huh, Jay? I believe there's more real to it than there's fake, yeah. And I sit on the opposite end of that spectrum. I so think- we're about to show what is right with society and what is wrong. Because <laughs> we are two human beings who can sit across from one another yeah. and can... Okay, we can say right now we are on polar opposites. Yes. And at the end of this conversation, well, it's not going to change shit. No, we're good. So, and more of you people should have that type of relationship with other people because just because they have a different type of uh, view or maybe opinion about something doesn't mean that you can't be a friend to them or, you know, have other things that you have in common. Be a grown-ass person. Exactly. (laughs) We're all allowed to make our decisions. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. That's the moral of the story. That's the moral of this podcast thus far. Yeah, we should just label this episode Don't Be a Dick episode, number 44. That just got its name, didn't it? (laughs) Don't be a dick. It's going to be on fucking iTunes tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be Don't Be and then D and then it's going to have an asterisk and then CK. (laughs) But no, you know, listen, that's the moral of the story here. You know, we're going to talk about this and debate. And Jay really thinks that we've been on the moon, and I respect that opinion. Um, I, on the other hand, don't. I don't believe we've been there. So uh, we're going to go back and forth. We're going to give six different items that we think 
is a reason why our opinion is the truth. So, Jay, I'm going to give you the floor. You are the, the, the guest here in the okay. studio. You tell me why, number one. Give me one reason. Well, number one, uh, it has to start at ground level, right? So, when I talk ground, I'm talking geology. There are independent companies that have researched things brought back from the moon. Okay. And they are materials and they are, they are natural formations that don't occur here on Earth. Okay. So, those things didn't just appear. They came from somewhere. They were studied by somebody that, that has no reason to lie. Has no real... Because those, those, those systems, they're, they're scientists. Right. They're, they're there for the truth. They're there to... Or just start to, to get answers to questions. Okay. Uh, you know, I, so at that point, I think with the, the things we've seen that have been returned, yeah. that have been brought back, that shows that, that we went. Maybe that wasn't the very first Apollo mission. Right. I believe it, I believe we did go there then mm-hmm. as well, but... Right. Um, or was it the fourth or third, the one that actually got to the moon? Because the first one didn't make it. No, what well, was Apollo... Seven? I think it was seven. Yeah, or Apollo thirteen. No, no, no. Which one was it? Well, no, the one that actually made it, the one with Balls Aldrin and everybody. Balls Aldrin. Yeah, Buzz. So, <laughs> balls Aldrin. Careful, man! He will knock you the fuck out with my balls. <laughs> Old wrinkly balls. <laughs> Radiated balls from the moon. The eyes, though. I feel like the Incredible Hulk. That's right. Don't <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> Literally. Don't because you get pissed off. That's right. And it's green radiation. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Buzz Aldrin. So, that, whatever Apollo mission that was. I right. It. But yeah. it, either way, they brought material back that can't. It, it's not being faked. Let me ask you this. You think that may have been able to be brought back by, like, maybe a rover instead? You know, like, maybe... um If... Some type of robot. <clears throat> there were rovers and or robots that were designed at that point. Yeah. But these rocks were, were designed by independent studies mm-hmm. back in the 60s when they first came back, back in 69. Right. 69 and it was like 71, I think was the next one. Yeah. Um, thank you, Google. <laughs> uh, so it, at, that, at that point, again, at, everything I say, I say understanding that our, our government lies yes. openly. Right. Readily. I hope everybody realizes this. Yeah, I just, I'm down with it. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to sound like the, the snowflake here for a minute because I'm, I'm, I believe, I don't believe the moon landing was a hoax, any of them. Um, but I, I am, it's coming from a place of, that has seen our government lie. I just, I don't mm. believe this particular one. Okay. It's the, the studies I've seen with the, the rocks, and, and I didn't get into too great uh, depth of detail because I was eating lunch and it was on Google. <laughs> but At least you're honest. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny truth, dude. I was eating a fucking chicken salad sandwich. There you go. Okay, so you're saying that because of the uh, the materials they brought back from the moon. That's, that were studied. That were studied. By independent research. Okay. Okay. All right. Listen, that's a viable point. I mean, that's possible. Definitely. That makes complete sense. Uh, I can't say that. I'll try not to do it too often. Hey, listen, no, it's it's true though. I mean, but then again, we're talking about NASA that lies a lot, and oh, yeah. then you don't know what exactly you're getting because they have been lying. They've lied a lot. They've given a moon rock supposedly to England, I think it was, and it ended up being a piece of like petrified wood. So right, yeah. So no, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> again, you don't know again, what to believe from I'll, them. You know, I'll say they're liars yeah. <laughs> with no hesitation. Uh, that, but 
it's not NASA's credibility on doubting when it comes to these independent researchers saying that there are rocks right. and materials from the moon. Nowhere, nowhere else. They they said they couldn't have come from anywhere on Earth. Got you. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, maybe they come in the atmosphere. I don't know. Who knows? But I just that's my first stepping stone to okay. We've gone farther than some conspiracy theorists think we've gone. Right. Okay. Very viable point. Very viable point. All right. Well, listen. One point I wanted to make uh, and bring up was the waving flag theory. I don't know if you've heard this or not or not. Yes. That's one of my things to bring up. <laughs> so, And the debate begins. Oh, the debate begins. So Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, plant this flag on the moon. Yes. And supposedly the wave flags around like there's wind. The like it ripples. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I've seen yeah. it. I just... You so said the wag flays around. Yeah, so there's supposedly no wind in space. None. None. No. It's a vacuum. It's a vacuum. Right, yeah. exactly. So there no, could be no wind. So, again, this alludes to the point where this could be maybe a fake and done on a set. And that's the, the effect that you get. Or. Or. Because space is a vacuum and there's no air to stop any movement from starting. So as they're putting the flag into the ground, they're planting it, the motion that it starts, it's not going to stop. Because there's nothing there's nothing causing friction for it to stop. If right. you roll a marble... It's going to keep going, right? It's going to keep going. In space, it's going to keep going. Yeah. Now, you roll it on, on Earth, uh, if you could theoretically roll it in the middle of the air, and having no surface tension to take away from it, right? the air itself... Mm. Stops it. You see those jets, they fly through the sound barrier. The sound barrier is not just a an auditory barrier. Right. You see this big cloud mm-hmm. around. Right. For reason. That air is it causes friction, it causes resistance. Mm-hmm. It's why uh they, they have to have those heat shields whenever they re enter or uh or type, uh, atmosphere. Right. Because the atmosphere itself causes friction. Friction, the heat. So right. when you don't have that when you take it away and you're putting something in, whatever momentum it's going to have, it's going to continue because mm. nothing's stopping it. Hey, that that could be a possibility. That's it could be a very good reason for why it did that. I don't know. It's it's still fishy to me. I when you see that yeah, heads up, I flunked marine biology. Also, <laughs> this is shit I heard other really smart people saying, and I'm just regurgitating <laughs> it like I knew it. All right. So, what's your next uh, point? What would uh, what would another uh, you know reason why you think this is real? Um, another reason why is because there's actually been research recently. Right. Um, they've sent satellites over all the uh, landing areas. Okay. And they've been able to photograph, count, and document not only where those landers are, mm. the flags, the six out of seven that are standing, one was blown down when the lem left. Right. And you can even see tracks from the little rover they had. Okay. So you have a you have photographic evidence from a satellite that is directly orbiting showing evidence that there's something up there. I mean, mm-hmm. that shit didn't just happen. Right, right. That's um, hard to refute. Yeah. The only thing is I can say to that is, you know, you know, NASA comes with a lot of photographs. And a lot of them are reenactment for photographs. They're not actual photographs. You know what I mean? For instance, like, when they show a picture of a planet, a lot of it's like a recreation of it. Photograph right. of the planet. So, um, I don't know. It's hard to believe NASA when they can come up with something that looks like that. Well, here's the thing. 
Think of it as like a magazine. Right. Okay. <laughs> now you have magazines. Mm-hmm. Say a uh, car magazine. Okay. Okay. Well, I have my '94 Mustang outside. It's my pride and joy. Right. Car magazines tend to take pictures with more truer value because they're trying to show even the imperfections on this perfect car. Gotcha. Okay. Same thing with the moon and the uh, landers and so on and so forth. Gotcha. When you see NASA pictures of the cosmos, mm-hmm. they are photoshopped and they are doctored. Correct. Much like a Vanity Fair. Because nobody really wants to see what Lindsay Lohan looks like naked. <laughs> we want to see what Lindsay Lohan might look like naked in our imagination, but with some skin. Okay. So, that's kind of sort of the thing. I'm not saying that it means you should trust NASA again. Yeah. They're fucking large. Yeah. But... They're, they're also salespeople, and part of their job is selling the yeah. beauty and majesty of, of, uh, of the cosmos. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. A, it's an amazing thing. It is an amazing thing, and you know to talk about the tracks and you know saying that they you know were able to see them. One of the next points I wanted to bring up was the lack of the impact crater. Now, supposedly the you know this lander was supposed to you know the lunar module was supposed to hit the moon and make this fucking humongous. You know, impact crater because of the jets that it needed to lower itself down, and yeah. you know, at a decent you know pace where it wouldn't you know crash. Obviously, right. So there had to be some type of impact crater with at least from the jets. None of that was found. None of that was shown in the photos. So how do you how do you how do you how do you explain that? That's it's just something. That, oh, you know, you know how I explain it. How do you explain uh, it? I, I don't because <laughs> I didn't study that part. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're fucking honest tonight, man. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, listen. Yeah, it's I. I didn't. That's something I haven't seen. I yeah. Haven't, something I haven't looked up. I haven't heard anybody bring up. Bring up. Yeah. Or so I. I. I can't speak intelligently. That's fine. On it, and I'm, I'm not gonna again make an opinion one way or the other. Right. I'm again. not saying everything I have is irrefutable truth. Right. I'm just tr- truth. What am I fucking my cousin? <laughs> what I'm saying isn't irrefutable truth right yeah uh what i'm saying simply is if it can cast a shadow of a doubt in the conspiracy theorist mind because there's plenty of other conspiracies that we sh- we could and should focus on to Absolutely. actually bring actual change and I, I, I sometimes think that with the moon landing hoax it's kind of one of those things it's like who be, the fuck matter right? it's, it's 1969 right. right exactly i get you yeah but i love the shit so continue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, no impact. No impact. Yeah, that's a, so, that's a motherfucker, right? Liars, yeah. <laughs> pricks, right? I mean, it's just hard to explain that. You know, when you see the photos and the the, the lunar module sitting on the moon, supposedly, it's sitting on the moon like the flat surface of this desk right now. There's no no signs of anything. It's shown that it it landed there. So again, it's hard to 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 you know debate that. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. So what's no, your no. next one? Uh, for me, four has to be that there are actual reflectors okay. on the Earth's surface that were placed by some of the Apollo missions. Okay. That there are independent uh, contractors that yes. have lasers powerful enough that can actually fire at the reflector and the time it comes back gives you the distance within a centimeter of how far away the moon is. Okay. Now, those didn't just appear there and... If we didn't get close enough to put them there, mm-hmm. how else did they get there? I don't think the aliens left. No. No, no, no. That's a good point. I mean, again, 
it leaves a lot of trust in the you know the hands of NASA. You know what I mean? Well, it does, except for the fact that. All right, so let's say they didn't go there on right. Apollo. Was it ten? Seven, whatever. Ten, nine, seven. Right. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Dark friends, but it's weird. Again, didn't and Boynton's finest. That's right. Check <laughs> <laughs> to that, my friend. <laughs> uh, I got nothing but ice. There we go. I'll this get you another bullshit. one. Oh, we'll get you another one. Actually, you know what? We're gonna pause this motherfucker right now and get you another. <laughs> one. That's how we're gonna do it. That's right. All right. Well, uh, listen. That's a, a very good opinion on that. And uh, one I wanted to bring up was the lack of stars in the photographs. Have you listened to this? That's something that uh, you, that was my next one. Really? Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So we see all these photographs of um, these planets, the yes. Earth. Yep. No stars. Nope. None. Yep. Zero. Yep. Why? 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 Why are you talking about the ones that are photoshopped by NASA, or are you talking about the ones that are taken by people on the moon? Any of them, because none of them come up with stars. Right. Okay. So uh, that can actually be explained with exposure. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> The cameras they use, they're not meant to expose the stars because the stars would actually be so bright you wouldn't be able to see shit. So if that's the case, that means the astronauts wouldn't be able to see shit either. Uh, they did say that there was... Well, no, Neil Armstrong said that he actually didn't see stars. But here's... Well, all right. Here's the other thing you have to think about it, right? You, you see stars on a clear... On a clear night, and that's where everybody thinks that, oh, because you're on the moon, there's an atmosphere, you should be able to see forever and ever. Okay. But in reality, mm. our atmosphere is what helps us see those things, because it actually magnifies a lot of those lights. I get it. Wouldn't you think that being on the moon, that magnification need that, for instance, that you need on the Earth to be able to see the stars, would be a lot less than needed on a moon, per se, to the point where it should pick up on a fucking, I would say, a photograph. I don't know. Not, well, no, not necessarily. No? Because, again, it depends on how the film they were using was set to expose so they got everything but the stars. Because the stars were so luminescent in the pictures. <sighs> okay. Just like your, just like your eyes. Mm-hmm. To where it can only take so much before it starts shutting it out. Okay. And that's kind of what they do with these cameras. If they had let the exposure on longer, you would have actually seen much brighter stuff. And it would have been very hard to discern because those lights react to the film that way. Got you. Okay. Possible. I mean, who knows? I mean, I from what I remember, they were supposed to be using a very high exposure rate. Um, well, see, now that, at that point, you're just, again, Right. I only know because I watched and listened <laughs> and read plenty of things of very smart people, yeah. and that is what they said. Right. And it was hard to refute. <laughs> <laughs> so... I went with it. Yeah, the one thing I, I say is that we can use a very low exposure film here on Earth and still catch the stars in a photograph. So, I, But the atmosphere has a lot to play in that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, again, Not, Yeah, though, I guess. Maybe. So, okay, so daytime on the moon. Yeah. Daytime on the moon, what color is it? What, white, maybe? No, it's black. Okay, why? Why? Yeah. Because there's no atmosphere, so the light is directly penetrating right all the way to the, the luminescent surface. Okay. So... Our atmosphere has those layers, and light doesn't react in a way where it just hits something and stops. Mm. It hits something and it bounces in all the different directions. Okay. So our atmosphere is what causes us to see that blue tint in the sky. Mm-hmm. There's no atmosphere. There's no tint. There's nothing stopping direct light. 
The light is hitting the surface. Mm -hmm. And because of that, Mm -hmm. a lot of times you don't, you don't get the exact, it's, it's not like laying in a field in fucking Kansas Mm -hmm. on a clear September night. Right. With with your, your best girl and her red leather cowboy boots. Right. I took that too far. But yeah, no, I get you. I see. are tingling. (laughs) I get what you're saying. Again, though, I just think that there's been so many photographs of space, you never see the stars. And that's always been a concern to me. And not only the ones that have been, you know, photographed of the moon, the ones that have been taken by people on the ISS, supposedly. Who knows? I don't know. But that's the well, lack the of stars. The ISS is a lot closer to the Earth than a lot of people think. Oh, it's the lowest atmosphere of the Earth. People don't realize that. Yeah. yeah. Everybody thinks it's like, we... They think it's in space, not, and it's not really it's not, not in space. It's yeah. Really not. That's a folklore. Yeah, it's very true. Bitches. Well, okay. What else uh, do you have on your side, Jay? What are, uh, what are so the points? what we've done... Six, five, four... Yep. Uh, three, because we talked about the stars. Yes, we did. So I guess that brings us to two. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, for me, two would be the enormity of the lie that they're telling. Okay. okay? And again, yeah. I NASA are liars, but if we can catch them trying to sell petrified wood, we would be able to catch them in something so big. Right. So monumental as filming and hoaxing right. a moon landing. It is easier to actually go and land on the moon than to get the base number, just base, right. base number of 400,000 people mm-hmm. that worked at NASA, all keeping the same secret, consistently, with that same story, for f- four decades? Four decades, yeah. It's a long time. Um, what I can say to that is that I think that NASA is such a big entity in itself that they're able to compartmentalize Every little action. Okay. Just like the military can. Yeah. You know? You could be like, okay, that guy's making a rocket head. That guy's making a wing. Mm-hmm. That guy's that. making a fuselage. But none of them thinking, hey, listen, we're building a rocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I fully get that. I fully get that. Mm-hmm. But bare minimum, you have so many people. There's no way you can get... And we're talking about the same administration that... Watergate. Nixon. Right? Right. That guy couldn't keep anything a fucking secret. <laughs> but you're telling me that the three first astronauts that went up to the moon and every astronaut subsequently has shared the exact same stories, the exact same things, continuously with such uh, consistency. Right. right? So when you tell me consistency is the mother of all success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I tend to lean... A little bit more their way on, on this one because there's so many people. It's the size of the, of the lie. Even with compartmentalization, there's still so many people. Yeah, yeah. Who would have to lie and lie consistently for that long. And yeah. dude, I, I, I can't lie to you about how long I've done my laundry. Well, listen, uh, the there's been also a lot of deaths with these astronauts that silence a lot of the ones that were outspoken astronauts. about NASA. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that kind of lends to that too. I mean, yeah. it's hard to you know just you know swallow that whole thing. But hey, listen, it is what it is. Um, another one I wanted to bring up was multiple light sources. Now these photographs that you see of uh, you know these astronauts on the moon. Um, Are you talking about the one of Buzz Aldrin's 
I keep calling him Balls. <laughs> balls. <laughs> My name's Balls. That's like My the porno. Balls version. Aldrin. Like they're coming in like a porno version of like the Lady of the Moon. This is Balls Aldrin. It's starring Balls Aldrin. Oh. <clears throat> so, are you talking about the photo of Buzz Aldrin coming off the lamb where it looks like he should be in the shadow of the lamb? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, no, not that one. Okay. But there are a lot of shadows from rocks and uh, mounds that well. just don't add up. Very um, well. It looks like it's coming from different light sources. Okay, so as we spoke about earlier, light is not... Light tends to bounce off different subjects, uh, different uh, objects in different directions. Okay. So even on Earth, you can see that the light will hit a uh, rough terrain like, um, like the Sahara. Right. Okay? Right. The terrain is... is Contoured in a smoother but fairly similar ma- uh, fashion right. as to the moon. Okay. Now, if you look at it, if someone's standing on the Sahara, it can look like there are multiple light sources. Okay. And that's just from the light itself reflecting off other dunes and sands mm-hmm. and continuing on. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing on the moon. In fact, it's, it's amplified because... The surface of the moon itself mm-hmm. is a reflective material, a very, very reflective material because of all the radiation and the, and the shit that is hit it and pounded its crust into just a fine powder. Right. Well, that's the problem. I mean, that's that's the issue. You're having shadows that are crossing in different you know directions that are close to each other. So it's not per se that you have a rock over here that's in the far right hand corner of the picture. Versus a rock formation on the bottom left hand, you know, corner of the film, and one's going that way, one's going that way. You can kind of explain it without that whole theory, but when you have shadows that are going in different directions with items that are literally feet within each other, one going this way, one going that way, it's kind of hard to explain that. Well, it's hard to it's hard for <clears throat> us to explain it with the science in which we know. Right. Well, that's true. That's I true. mean, and that's the whole other thing to it is. That when you go from the Earth to the Moon, because everything changes, the laws of physics change there, the weights change, gravity changes, there's so many things that change, it's hard to uh, mathematically equate exactly how it would, unless that is specifically what you do. Unless that's what they do, they continue to come back and say that a big part of it is the way the light reflects off of the moon's surface right. and with where these things are in reference to uh, hill and climb and, and all those things affect it. Yeah. Alright, alright. So that that was my next one. What do you got next, Jay? Uh, is Where that, that my number wire? one? My this numero uno. your number one. Numero man. uno. Yeah, man. Numero uno is not only the amount of people that had to keep a lie, it's the amount of people who had reason to not lie. Like okay. The Soviets... Like the the Chinese that were watching uh, our government send things to the moon, and they tracked them, okay. and they they tracked them, and they had every opportunity and every reason to negate and show how badly our our system lies, um, and they could they watched in in anger and disbelief and jealousy as we were able to land multiple things on the moon until we realized that. that Made no fucking sense because we weren't going anywhere with it, <laughs> which is why we haven't been back. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a very valid point. I can't, I can't sit here and dispute that. I the only thing 
as an excuse to even maybe counteract that and vaguely is the compartmentalization part of it you know what I mean mm-hmm. breaking it down in, in small bits that's the only way I could possibly see that happening I mean that's and if anything NASA is a military service and if anybody knows how to do it better it's the military that's just my opinion though uh, but yeah valid point sure. very valid point very valid point um, my last one is the Stanley Kubrick theory have you heard of this I have okay it's so <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean to step on your dick there <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was, that was a Freudian that was, slip there. That huh? was a smear now I'm talking about. That was a Freudian slip there. That's bad bullshit. <laughs> so, Stanley well, it Kubrick. It came out so natural, though. Yes, it did. It did. It really did. <laughs> so, Stanley Kubrick, everybody knows him. The world genius. Genius. I mean, Clockwork Orange, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, The Shining. Uh, Epic rap battles in history. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that was the the most stellar. <gasps> that wasn't the real Kubrick. Uh, Eyes wide shut though. Jesus. Oh, Eyes wide shut was amazing. Right? How about a movie and a half? Right? Aye. Yeah. So yeah. the theory is that Stanley Kubrick was approached by the U.S. government to recreate and make it look like we landed on the moon. And uh, if you haven't heard this theory, <laughs> it's a pretty interesting theory because if there was anybody that could possibly. Uh, pull this off. I think it'd be him, right? Between him and Steven Spielberg, I, would, I don't even know. No, no, I would say it would be him more than Spielberg because Spielberg CGI a lot of times was just horrible, too far. Right. Um. Here's the thing with the whole Stanley Kubrick thing. Right? It, yes, if there was a director capable of doing it, it would be Stanley Kubrick. But what you're talking about is you're also talking about 1969. Yeah, technology is not where it is today. Uh, yes, IGN can now completely re- recreate the surface of the moon and and all those things and and these these computers. They crunch the variables so fast. Yeah, <laughs> stay with, <laughs> stay with me, Jay. <laughs> so, bro, I'm here. I'm here. Well, it can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. But the technology itself wasn't there. Again, it, it would have been easier to go to the moon mm-hmm. than to fake it. At least from my studies of Google. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, you know, again, that's it's a stretch to believe this theory. It really is. You know what I mean? But again, if you're going to pull off a fucking hoax, that's the way to do it, right? Well, it's the, it would be the hoax of all of hoaxes. hoaxes. Right? And you could not do it. Right. Because yeah, they would call, they'd be able to call bullshit now. You exactly. Know what I mean? Back then you couldn't. No, really. you couldn't. Right? You couldn't. You couldn't. You just couldn't. And they had to believe it. Another thing they um, brought up when it comes to this particular theory of Stanley Kubrick and the Apollo 11 mission, um, The Shining, the movie that he directed. Yes. There's a famous scene where um, if you look and there's some alleged hidden messages in the actual film. And if you look at Danny's shirt, the 11 Apollo shirt that he was wearing at the time, um, that was one indication that he was responsible for that. A lot of people allegedly agree to that. Um, another thing was, was there was a scene, a very famous scene in the movie where Jack Nicholson is typing on his typewriter and he keeps typing, all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. Right. Yeah, he repeats that over and over again in different patterns and scenarios, right. whatever. So in which the word all... 
can be interpreted as A11 or as Apollo 11. So, you know, it's a stretch. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. you could also make the argument that I'm Canadian. <laughs> but... How about this one? Let's listen to this. So, bro, I'm here. All right? I'm here. So I'm right here. I'm Kubrick right here. made the mysterious, you know, he, he wrote this you know, screenplay in this hotel room of The Shining. And it was room 237. Okay. So, how many miles is it here from here to the moon? 238,000. So, divide that by 1,000 minus 1. You got the... Pretty much you get there either. I mean, I don't know. These are things... Uh, That's like like taking a word and be like, well, if you drop these two letters and put these two in, you get pussy. (laughs) I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, I I get it. Yes. Yeah. There's a... There's a pattern there, and, and as a pool player, you have to respect patterns. But then there are some times where you look at a pattern, and you're like, that eight ball, this doesn't go. Yeah. I need to stop fucking That's me. just an anomaly. So, and again, I'm not trying to pretend like I know all, or like I'm, yeah. I'm smarter by any reach or stretch <laughs> of the fashion. I'm just saying that in this particular hoax, the conspiracy theorists need to be conspiracy theorized. <laughs> Hey, that's uh, that's very respectable. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I can't... I, I promise can't. I won't do it again. No, it was fine. It's all good. <laughs> it's been too long since we've done this. Very too long. Very much so. But uh, that's it. Uh, that's our debate. What's uh, That's, you know, whatever you guys decide. We're, we're not here to... to uh, no, you can't. I don't think... Say it's one of those things I don't think you can prove and or disprove it it's right. just a, it's a great topic to debate it is and again i think that the real thesis of this is how two people can be so on opposite directions of, of one particular topic and yet he and i can still sit here and and drink and hang out and do whatever and do whatever the fuck we want exactly grown ass people that's right and more of you guys should too and that's the moral of the story tonight uh you know topic aside you know it's to be able to have different opinions and talk about them and in a civilized way without raising your voices and actually, you know, saying stupid shit. This makes no sense. So, um, well, listen, that's uh, it for the, uh, the debate. Um, this is also the outro. We're going to do it all together at the same time. So, Did we ever talk about my, the What to Watch Harrison Bergeron? Oh, no. Let's do it right now. All right. Okay, so, so I think it's, it actually is fitting. Please. Let's it's, do it. It's fitting. Do it. Okay. So my What to Watch is going to be Harrison Bergeron. Now, this is a... Uh, this is a, a movie shot. I want to say it was in the, the mid '90s. Uh, it uses the guy that played Rudy, right. uh, Sean. I want to say, I want to say Sean, Sean William Austin. Scott, but that's not yet. Sean Austin, right? Um, and what he does, he works for this government that you have people who have to wear these headgears to dumb themselves down, so everybody's average, so nobody is that's jealous. Oh wow! Okay. Nobody's jealous. That takes away a lot of crime. And you end up, they choose leaders by random number. Hmm. So, you get this kind of uh, almost uh, utopian society, but it's controlled by this media. (coughs) And this one person, Harrison Bergeron, sees how the media is abusing the power Mm -hmm. to create the narrative of the country, but doesn't take the power when these people in this country are doing dumb things because they're of average intelligence. Gotcha. Uh, and it, the way it ends is like... Like motherfucker. It's, it's mind-blowing. Oh, is it? It's the best way to say it. Wow. It, it, it legit blows mind. Really? Yeah. 
So I gotta check that shit out. Dude, I've been telling you for a moment. Yeah, you have been telling me. I haven't. I've been slipping. I so it, it it fits with the what we're talking about with NASA possibly shooting uh, shooting things on a uh, on a soundstage, right? Because it all kind of rotates around government propaganda mm. trying to uh, to point our, our directions. Yeah. Yeah, hey, listen, that's a, a very uh, possible Great point. Movie. <laughs> listen, I want to watch it. I definitely want to watch it. I'm going to check that out. Uh, you've been telling me Motherfucking YouTube. Yeah, I know. You can motherfucking YouTube it. Yes. No excuse. So, uh, yeah, that means you guys should check it out, too. That's Jay's What to Watch for the Week. Um, again, if you wanted to send us any kind of information, you can send it to me directly at thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, that's thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Don't forget how to listen to the podcast. If you have an iPhone, iTunes, if you have an Android, Google Play, Google Music, just look up Dark Fringe Radio. If not, just use the SoundCloud uh, app on your you know laptop or maybe a tablet and uh, look up Dark Fringe Radio. You can see all the episodes there. Again, if you're on iTunes or Google Play, make sure you give us a five-star rating and a like and also a comment. We'd really appreciate that very much, and uh, that's pretty much it. So anything else for you, Jay, for the night? Uh, no, I just do your research and believe what what you believe is right. And, That's right. and if somebody believes this against you, don't hold it against it. Doesn't, doesn't mean anything. That's right. I don't hold it against Shay that he thinks that we went to the moon. So, and I don't hold it against Will that he <laughs> believes we didn't. He thinks that everybody should much pack a fucking liars. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, man. That's a wrap, man. We're going to call that one in for the night. That's it. Uh, yeah, I hope Dark you guys... brought to you by Smirnoff. That's right, and it was a live episode of us in the you know the in office in the studio together, which is great. So and uh, we got to do it more often, just like this. Yeah, and man. we hope you guys enjoyed it. So again, check us out on all those fronts, and again, social media: Facebook, Instagram, and also Twitter. Dark Fringe Radio. Check us out. Don't forget. This is Will Martinez, of course. My co-host Jay Galosi. Boom, motherfucker. We'll see you guys next week. anniversary of the event in 1994 Neil Armstrong made a rare public appearance and held back tears as he spoke these brief cryptic remarks before the next generation of taxpayers as they toured the White House today we have with us uh, a group of students among America's best to you we say we have only completed a beginning we leave you much that is undone. There are great ideas undiscovered, breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective layers.